Blog Talk Radio. It's that time again, folks. Broadcasting live with his tin cans and a brand new string from a top old smoky. It's Ben, the king of wiener slingers, with a fancy co-host with important guests and the best answers a third grade education can buy. All for you. Sponsored by Mobile Food Vendors Association, Ben'sCarts.com, Whiskey by the Jug and Donuts. You are so in for a treat today. But if I told you now, I'd have to kill you. So stay tuned. Ben's as nervous as a long-tailed cat in a room full of rocking chairs. Stand by. He's downing his last glass of liquid courage. And he'll be live in 30 seconds. Want to save even more money? Build your own professional hot dog cart. Save over $1,000. Buildacart.com. Buildacart.com. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the show. hope everybody can hear me just fine. We are um, live broadcasting all over the world. Last week, we had record numbers on the chat line and on the um, phone lines and online, listening live. So it was pretty cool. We doubled the numbers last week. So pretty exciting. And I'm glad everybody's here tonight. We've got a lot to cover. And um, we've got Rob on the line. How you doing, Rob? Lovely. How are you, Ben? Doing wonderful. I hear you working. What you working on? Uh, dinner. <laughs> 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 well, sounds good. I have um I have I'm already recovered from the weekend, so Yeah, I heard you had a rough weekend. I want to ask you about that a little later and see um see see how all all the lemon squeezing went. And um I know we've got some um I'm going to go ahead and put this out to everybody. We have a challenge this week, and it is to find the best answer um to the question, where did the first hot dog originate? And so um, be scanning your Googles and um, get your Google juices flowing and see if you can find um, where the best or where the first hot dog originated and see how close we can come to the right answer. Um, assuming that I have the right answer, um, this should be fun. The first caller into the show. In fact, I'm going to do it this way. The first person to text 865-446-0660 or email ben at benscarts.com. You don't have to call in because we've got a lot of callers to get to. And so the first person to do that with the correct answer wins tonight. They'll win either a set of chip clips, a, a stainless steel dog sled, holds seven hot dogs so you can prep quick, or the course book, Hot Dog Save My Life. So either one, free shipping included, no catches, no gimmicks. We'll pay all tax, title, and uh, fees. So something interesting somebody sent me today is I saw where, um, if you're not familiar, Huffington Post recently acquired AOL. Um, supposed to be the largest news organization online now. Is um, has done a feature article about one of our previous guests, Biker Jim's Dogs, where they 
went out in search of wild hot dogs, wild game meats. And so that was pretty exciting. I posted it over at Facebook forward, or facebook.com forward slash Ben's Carts. We have some – I know we have an official date I have heard for next Tuesday for the opening of membership of Mobile Food Vendor Association. That's mymfva.org. And throughout the week, you will hear they are getting some blogs ready, newsletters. Um, there will be something they've done on my blog as well. Um, outlining the program and this um, all the new stuff and all the new partners and sponsors who have joined us, so that's going to be exciting. And so y'all get ready and watch the um, watch the intertubes for the the news on that, and make sure you're here next Tuesday. It's going to be exciting. Um, the first guest we have tonight is James, and I'm going to call him real quick, Rob. And I'm not going to. Um, put me on hold. I'm going to try to just dial this in real quick and see if I can get him on the phone. Um, James is a fairly new at vending, but he has a neat story, and um, I'd love for you all to meet him. We'll go ahead and dial him in and see if we can talk to him real quick. I need to place. Hello. Hey, James. This is Ben. Hey, Ben. How's it going? Doing good. You are live on Hot Dog Vendor Radio with Rob and Ben, and we are um, broadcasting to millions um, of um, people, kind of. And so (laughs) we have the potential. And so I have told everybody that we'd be calling you and that you're fairly new in this. And go ahead and tell us uh, a little bit about yourself, how you got into it. And then um, I know that you and I spoke earlier and that you had some tips and stuff that you'd like to share with new vendors. Yes, I would, Ben. And a million listeners, I hope they're all dog slingers. Um, Eleven days into the business, um, Got a good location in my estimation, but it couldn't be possible without you, Ben. Your course is fantastic. It's out of this world. Uh, 95% of the things you did in your book and your online videos and all your emails and everything you've done to help us hot dog vendors out here was useful in me getting not only licensed, getting my card, but getting locations and getting through red tape. And I'm here to say that uh, it paid off tremendously. Um well, I've you. been through a lot. Yeah, I've been through a lot in the last six months in preparing for this. And now that I'm actually out here, I started on the 17th of April, my first day out there. It took me about 45 minutes to set up. Needless to say, that's down to 15 or 20 minutes now. Uh, pretty quick <laughs> setup. But you learn through trial and error. But I uh, received a lot of assistance uh, through the local governments and municipalities, and uh, the county that I'm in. It's very strenuous with their regulations. and What I learned is don't take no as the initial answer. Be persistent. Continue to ask why. Why not? Why can't I? Why can't I have this? What's wrong with this? And You find out that the first no you get is either out of fear or just plain resistance. They just don't want you to do it or they just want to, don't want to do their job. But through the persistence, I've you know found a great location in front of a district courthouse that's run by the state of Maryland, and um, there's never been a hot dog cart there in 21 years, and it's been met with overwhelming 
hospitality, and uh, I tell you, I got a few haters there. I <laughs> won't name names, but one of them is the chief judge in the bailiff. Oh, did I say that? Excuse me. <laughs> but uh, I think they've been quieted by the crowd, and they took a small opinion poll, I heard, and, and everybody who said not only do we love it, not only does he serve quality beef, but his spirit and personality is a winner. And I think that you emphasize that in your course about being friendly and jesting with your people and just showing a good spirit with your customers. And it has really created a, quite a camaraderie. So I'm well, just so glad to be out there doing it. I love this business and I would do it for free. Um, you know, and it's all thanks to you, man. Your education should cost thousands of dollars, but you give it away for free. Well, 30 bucks. What is it, 29 bucks for the. Hot dog say my life book? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's quite an yeah, uh, education for 29 bucks. <laughs> well, I thank you for that, James. I um, <laughs> You've made my head swell. I'm going to have to record a clip out of this so I can play it to my wife when she's mad at me. And, um, <laughs> and go, look how... <laughs> <laughs> Look how awesome I am. He said it's worth thousands. Um, the, um, tell me something. What would you share with a new vendor? What would you tell somebody just getting started, maybe running into a few bumps and glitches? You've had some of your own, and you don't have to go into details, but um, what would you share with a new vendor? Yeah, like a running brook, you know, each water stream meets its rocks and, and twigs in the road, but it goes around it. And I encourage you, if you can't do it in your jurisdiction, find your adjoining jurisdiction that you can do business in. Uh, like I said earlier, be persistent. Don't take the first no you hear as final word. Uh, investigate why they're saying no or, or go to the next person up the line or whatever you can do. Uh, I'm operating in two counties. Licensed in two counties, one very expensive, one not expensive at all. One has uh, 17 code enforcers, one has one code enforcer. So you can see the, the, the variance. The other county I got turned down by because they required NFS certification, uh, and I think it was just uh, overzealous inspector or ignorance, but that's a fight for another day. But that county was my resistance, and so I just stepped it around, and I'm doing business in two counties. And that so uh, awesome. I can just tell vendors to, to do their due diligence, just like Ben suggested in his book and course, do your homework. Uh, research your, your local county laws first, your state laws. Make sure you get that down packed because that's going to make or break you. Once you got those, then, you know, search out your cart. Uh, I recommend you get it from Ben. has got the best. I got the big dog cart. It's the best cart out there. Let me tell you real quick, Ben, how good this cart is. Good. And Go ahead. The first the first inspector I, I had in Montgomery County, Maryland, when he came out to inspect the cart, he was in awe. He'd never seen a cart like that before. He was so impressed with the refrigerator because in Montgomery County, you have to have a refrigerator. You can't use a cooler for your dogs. And the, and the uh, grill on top of it, I, I think he just forgot about the inspection and checked everything okay. <laughs> the second <laughs> county I had, I was, I was amazed. The second county I went in, same thing, similar situation less stringent with your regulations. They only allow you to do special events only, no street vending. But the inspector was so uh, blown away by your cart, the big dog cart, that his boss, two supervisors, two new trainees, and two other inspectors came out of the office to see this cart. And they walked around and walked around it. And I don't think they were trying to find anything wrong with it. They were just never seen anything like that. They were just blown away by how well it was put together, how good it looked. I mean, and how 
self-contained it was. So, you know, I had to give you a big ups for that. The, pro, uh, the big dog really showed off here in Maryland. But well, so it's very yeah, it's very important for new vendors to do their homework, like you suggested. Uh, find out the county, state laws. Uh, get them a good card, and then find them a good location. And don't be afraid to find locations. I found about ten of them, but the first one worked for me. So. Um, and then after that, you know, do your due diligence. Just get out there and get to work. You'll find it's a lot of fun. And you've got some other gigs booked up, don't you? Oh, man. Uh, just in two weeks, just off the Internet. I mean, just Googling motorcycle, car, truck shows, Boys and Girls Club. I have six events lined up, some of them pretty big. Two motorcycle uh, shows, one car show. i got a youth baseball tournament. It's a three-day event. i got a Christian Men's uh, Father's Day cookout or whatever you want to call it scheduled. I got a, a, a festival where they block off the whole town uh, coming up next weekend, 6,000 people. And I'm kind of shaking a little bit because <laughs> <laughs> never, I've never done an event and this is kind of big. Well, if we can help you at all um, or steer you in the right direction, the biggest advice I'd give for an event is take enough that you have a good day. Whether you t you've figured correctly for the complete event I'd rather sell out and go home with pockets full of change and money um, than to plan over plan it or stress out of over planning it. It's better to take less and be happy with a good day. That sounds great. I think it's six thousand if I fix uh if I get uh ten percent of that, which I probably won't, there's other food vendors there, but even five percent of that is three hundred meals. So that's a that's a big day. That's, that's a pretty a big, big day. One of the things you got to figure when you're doing those festivals is how many can you get across the counter in a in the time frame you're there. If you can't, I don't care if you buy ten thousand hot dogs and have them in a walk-in cooler truck on site. If you can't get them across the counter and money exchanged hands, you you didn't really do any good. So when you're factoring factor in your labor, uh, your time as far as the amount of people you're going to need in each job. Uh, if it's just you, then how many can you physically get across the counter? And that's what you prepare for. Um, if you can get 300 across the counter comfortably um, to, to facilitate a sale, then fine. But if you're sitting there looking at it and you say, well, I want to make this much money, and then you realize, oh, that's five hot dogs a minute accomplish that or that's four hot dogs a minute well i can't do that not without help so that's one thing you want to consider is how many can you get across then prepare that way um and uh, prepare for the worst or the best you know kind of situation like ben says um it's better to sell out than you know take home you know cases of hot dogs and chili and all that stuff so well, that, that that many people, do you suggest that I take some help with me, at least one person, maybe to handle the drinks and the chips or, or you know, the, uh, I the money? I recommend one or... person, drink, chips, and money. Let them handle that because, you know, drinks and chips doesn't require gloves or washing hands or anything between money. Um, and if somebody will just handle drinks, chip, and money, that helps me out tremendously get uh, the speed up. Um you know, because when I'm on my car by myself, I wear gloves in between transactions. Um, I think that's the cleanest way to do it if you're not going to truly wash your hands because people try using tongs to get buns out and this and that and still handle money. I don't really like that. but um, And it slows me down. So, you know, if you had somebody just handling drinks, chips, and money, that really speeds things along pretty pretty well. 
Yeah, Rob, it's funny you mentioned that glove thing. I learned the three-pocket apron, one-glove hand move from Ben. Uh, right. Fives to ones and tens and quarters in one pocket because I charge 250 and 350 for my dogs. And once again, here's another tip in Ben's book that paid off. When you charge 250 you usually get the other 50 cents as a tip. That's right. But what I do, I do use the left hand with the glove to handle the food, and the right hand goes in the three pockets, so I really don't even touch the, the, the uh, right. food unless i got a glove on it. Yeah. So that's a great tip I can give the new vendors out there. You know, just learn that three-pocket apron trip, 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 and a uh, trick, and it'll help you a whole lot. And one more thing, I got to give a big ups to that square up, Ben. That was right on, man. That square up thing is so good. It made people come back. It made this one guy come back two days in a row just to see it work. I'm glad. I'm glad. I don't know. That, that, that's a neat. <laughs> that thing neat is amazing, isn't it? <laughs> well, what he was intrigued about was when you slide the car through and it says approved, and then he signs with his finger, and he just finger wanted to come kick. back and sign with his finger. <laughs> that always that always gets them. That, uh, I don't know why that is, but I always say, check this out. Uh, you know, and a lot of times the women, especially with the longer fingernails, you have to tell them sign with your finger, not your fingernail, because they tried doing it with a fingernail and it won't work. But uh, that does intrigue them well, and they always come back and want to. I've had repeat customers doing the same thing. Hey, let me sign that thing again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was amazing. I tell you, he just came back to sign the thing. And I had one guy had a business. He didn't. He said, "You take credit card." Yeah, I do. Okay. And I pulled that thing out. He said, "No way." I said, "Yeah, watch this." And I slid it. He called his secretary and said, "I here talk to this guy. Get this website. I want this right now." <laughs> well, I'm glad that worked. Hold on just a second for me. Are you enjoying the show? Want to hear more for free? Head on over to blogtalkradio.com forward slash Ben's Carts or Google HDVR, Hot Dog Vendor Radio. All the jam-packed episodes are available, and they are all free. And now you can get them through iTunes. Subscribe today. It's half off, and half off nothing is still nothing. You're listening to Hot Dog Vendor Radio with Ben and Rob. Well, we're back on Hot Dog Vendor Radio Live, and we've got James on the line with us. He is the hot dog man up in D.C. And, um, James, what else would you like to share before you go? Well, you know, uh, one thing, another tip out of your book is uh, find something that sets you apart. Uh, for me, it's the red onion sauce that's a brat sells from out of New York, and nobody else has this in the area, and they really love it. So I truly make a Coney Island dog out of that with sauerkraut. So that's one little thing that helps set me apart. And then and I got a sweet Italian sausage with grilled onions, and I use your Coke method, and I put some sweet red peppers and green peppers in it. So... And I'm going to try a Maryland dog. I got that from one of your vendors a couple of weeks ago with, sour, uh, with uh, coleslaw and obey, I think it was, something like that. But uh, just something that sets yourself apart as a unique uh, vendor and, you know, something that people look for that they don't get anywhere else. That helps bring them back for more. And just be hospitable. Uh, be well, common. I think, I think what you need to do, James, to the to the three people is do what my mom always taught me is kill them with kindness. And um, send them up free lunch for a month, once a week, and uh, yeah. specifically to those three people. And yeah. they may not eat it, but they'll have a different taste in their mouth for the guy that's sitting out there working in the sun um, trying to make a living. 
Yeah, two of them are kind of invisible. I don't know who they are. They don't have a face to them. I just heard it through the grapevine. Actually, what it is, the Department of General Services owns the building for the state. And so the superintendent comes out, and he relays all this stuff to me. But the one bailiff I do know, and I've offered him a couple free meals. This is the one. He has a buddy that has four hot dog carts. So his uh, motives might have a you know another desire to it. But I've offered him several meals. He's turned it down several. You know, he he doesn't want to have any parts of it. But it's okay. You know, I I have no animosity. I speak to him every day. You know, and. Hey, how you doing? Come on out and get that free dog. As a matter of fact, most of all the bailiffs have been to my cart almost every day, and this is started third week. And so last week, what I did about Thursday, they came out and said, "Look, this one's on me. You've been here every day. You support me. I really appreciate it. Here's my appreciation." And I tell you what, that went over big with them. One of them refused to take a free dog. He wanted to give me money anyway. I said, "Well, you know, maybe next time." Yeah. Well, I think that's that's sweet. You'll win them. Um, I um, I'm glad you're doing good. I'm glad you took the time to let me talk to you. I know I shortchanged you last week, but I thank you for giving us a second shot and coming on. Yeah, great. I appreciate it. That one tip I gave you, I don't know if I had a chance to share it with you on the last show that I was on, but uh, another vendor gave me this idea. Instead of cooking your cheese on the steam table or or whatever, put it in a plastic squirt bottle. You can warm it up, or you can keep it cold, and just squirt it on the dogs. It works great. And if it's cold, the chili and the dogs will melt it. And if it's hot, you know, you can put it straight on the dog. I mean, it works. It's been working great for me for two, going on three weeks now. And uh, I've had anybody get sick. Uh, kept it at a good temperature, and it works great. It's just like squirting mustard on a hot dog, but it's good cheese sauce. So there's a way somebody can do that without cleaning the pan, cheese pan. That's a that's a dang good idea. Um, I appreciate you sharing that. Every time we come on these shows, you know, you've been in this eleven days and you're already sharing tips and stuff. And that's what I love about it is you can you can gain knowledge from people that have less experience because they've experienced something you haven't yet. And um, you know, ninety nine point nine percent of my knowledge came that way. And so I love it. And I thank you for sharing that, James. Oh, it's my pleasure, Ben. I really appreciate it. And, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to a illustrious career. And I'm like you. I'm willing to help anybody that wants to get in this business. They can email and call me if they like. I'll put my number out there, my email address. I'll be willing to help with them and help coach them around those uh, code enforcers and inspectors and, you know, and how to get out there and do events. I don't know. Anything I can do, man, I'll tell you. Hey, James, well, I'm sure. You, um, I had a question for James. Do you. Um, yeah. Do you cook a whole thing of onions and red sauce every day? How much do you throw away? Uh, what well, do you do with onions and red sauce? Do you sell enough of it to justify cooking a whole pan of it? Well, the red sauce comes in a five-ounce pack, and so I cut one a day is what it's been boiling down to. I take extra and keep it in my refrigerator. So I've learned to get down to virtually very little waste. Uh, my chili, uh, I started with a 10-ounce can, which is about 108 ounces, four ounces or something like that. And I was doing a half and half, and I was throwing away a lot of chili. So I broke the can down into a quarter a day. So I get four days' worth of chili out of that. Uh, my onions and green peppers I chop up, and, you know, I saute them in the pan. I pretty much got it down to a science now. So I don't throw much away. I, the most I throw away is the sauerkraut, and that's just a matter of learning how many peppers right? 
Yes, I have a grill. Put your sauerkraut to order. Um, do you buy it by the can or by the bag? I buy it by the jar. I get it from Restaurant okay. Depot. It comes in a big jar. All right, take Glass that jar, jar and transfer it into something like a Tupperware that's easy to get on the lid on and off. Uh huh. It seals up well, and then um, if people order the sauerkraut, cook it to order on top of the grill. You just take a okay. few tongs, dip out enough for a hot dog, throw it on top of your grill. Literally 15 seconds on a hot grill, and it's cooked hot. You put it on, and I, I a lot of times I'll ask the customer, James, do you, do you want the sauerkraut hot or cold? Believe it or not, some people like it cold. Um, so I let them make the choice, and then if they want it cold, I just take it out of the jar and put it on there. Uh, I keep it in the refrigerated section on my thing, and if they want it hot, then I just take it out, take my tongs, dip out enough to go on one dog, throw it on the grill, uh, move it around a little bit with my uh, um, uh, spatula, and then put it on the hot dog. Works great. Yeah, I use a cast iron frying pan like been recommended for the uh, onions and green peppers, and that works real mm-hmm. good. Now, you recommend the sauerkraut in the same pan? Absolutely. As long as it's clean. I mean, you know, it don't have to be scraped clean or washed clean because uh, my griddle, I mean, I scrape it every all the time, but it's still got whatever from whatever I've cooked, whether it be onions or um, maybe sauerkraut from the order before or something. I just keep it scraped down and wiped down a little bit with a paper towel or something. So, yeah, it'll be fine. Okay, all right. That, that's a good idea. I, I didn't even—I never thought about serving the sauerkraut cold. Never dawned on me. I always had it steamed. Well, you know, the thing about it is, I was like you. I was throwing a lot of the sauerkraut away, and um, every day I was opening one can, and I wound up tossing it every day because I don't like leftover stuff like that. Um, so I said, "Hey, I'm gonna cook that to order." And um, that's—I do my onions red sauce to order too. That's why I ask you about that. Um, yeah. But I make my own red sauce. And then, because I saute onions anyway, I keep them off to the side, and then I add the red sauce to it on my griddle and do it that way, too, per order. So whatever works for you, but uh, just a little hint, if you want some of that stuff, you can do it per order instead of trying to pick up a bunch of it and leave it and let it go to waste. Yeah, i got to learn how to make my own red sauce. The brat's got a pretty good sauce, though. It comes in that full pack. <clears throat> pretty easy to heat up. All you got to do is warm it. You don't have to really cook it. Let me ask both of you guys, at what point when you first started did you get tired of eating hot dogs every day? <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, Rob, and then I'll go. I uh, I don't Believe it or not, I went by Sonic the other day um, in order to the Chicago dogs. Um, I, I mean, I like hot dogs, but it does. Uh, there's some days I work my car and never eat a hot dog all day long. But believe it or not, I'll go to a local restaurant and grab a hot dog or um, you know, especially like a, somewhere that gets a hot dog that I don't do, um, like the Chicago dogs, you know, something like that. But yeah, I, am, I, I don't, I don't get tired of it, but I definitely uh, it gets it gets to you. Can't eat them every day. <laughs> I am more health conscious than um, than Rob, I would say, and I can honestly say that I've never run my cart and not eaten a hot dog, and so I have always eaten at least one, and. If I have the grill, I've eaten them without a bun because, you know, my wife likes them just grilled with and almost crispy on the outside, almost burned with barbecue sauce on them. And she wants them on a bun like that, but I like them just without the bun like that. And so I've always had a hot dog when I've worked. And because I don't work every single day, I don't get tired of it. And I didn't even then because even when I was working at full-time, full-time, it was still – 
four, five days a week at the most, and I was good for having, you know, five to ten hot dogs a week. Um, wow. So yeah, I, I have the same experience. I, you know, when I put my first dogs in the water and they're, they're done. I just can't get past the smell, so I got to eat the first one. So I say I'm Christian in this for the rest of, the, of my customers today. <laughs> and uh, you know, I serve Nathan's for my jumbo dogs and bakers and chefs for my little ones, and then the Sabrats hot half smoke. And I got a JoJo's uh, mild of sweet Italian sausage, just great. And just the aroma of those cooking, I tell you, just gets to me. So I do. I'm eating about two a day. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure you'll you'll get to where you know if you're doing it a lot, uh, you know every single day, um, it would it may get old. But it's like ice cream to me or donuts. I could eat donuts every single day. Um, I probably should have been a police officer. Um, and so <laughs> um, I could eat them every day. I, I don't think I could ever get tired of donuts. Um, I don't pass a Krispy Kreme that the lights on. Um, James, I want to thank you for coming on. I've got a call, and, and we've got another caller coming in, and I hope that you'll you'll stay on and listen if you can. We've got sure. Mark from Hot Dog University coming on here in just a couple minutes. And so, uh, James, thank you again for coming on and sharing and um, giving us an idea of what you've encountered and what you've done to go around it and how quickly you've found other jobs. Yeah, thank you. My pleasure, Ben. Well, thank you. You have a wonderful evening. Okay, you too. Bye, Rob. See you, bud. Thanks for coming on. Sure. Take care. Well, folks, we'll be right back, and then we're going to call Mr. Mark at Hot Dog U. This December, one lucky LearnHotDogs.com subscriber will win a brand new hot dog cart. To enter, go to the blog and register on the right-hand column. And everything you do earns points. Get points and redeem them for an entry to win. It's that easy. And while you're there, check out all the cool gifts you can redeem for points. It's our way of saying thanks for supporting the blog and growing the knowledge. That's LearnHotDogs.com. You're live on Hot Dog Vendor Radio. We are fixing to call... Mark at Hot Dog U, if you have been on the web and looked around, and if you remember when we had Biker Jim on, he even mentioned Mark. Um, he thinks the world of him. I have heard nothing but good things about Mark and Hot Dog University. I think it started, um, uh, you know, Mark started it, I think, and then now it's um, a part of Vienna, which um, is my personal favorite um, hot dog. So, and it's probably because I love the Chicago dog, even though we can't sell them here in Tennessee. But I'm going to call him right now, Rob, and uh, this should be exciting. Oh, yeah. Good evening, Hot Dog University. Hey, Mark, this is Ben and Rob, and we're live on Hot Dog Vendor Radio. I thank you so much for letting me call you, and um, I have heard nothing but good about you. And Jason has told me a world, and even um, I've had several conversations with Biker Jim out in Colorado, and he thinks the world of you. And I just want to thank you for spending some of your time with us tonight and, and sharing with us. Well, we'd love to, Ben. In fact, uh, I just talked to Biker Jim last night, and him and I are going to be together at the 
National Restaurant Association show at McCormick Place from May the 5th through the 8th. So if you or any of your listeners happen to be in Chicago and want to come to the largest international food show, you'll see food trucks and us will be there. That is incredible. Um, this is to show you my ignorance. In Tennessee, we usually get news about eight months behind the rest of the world, and so I don't know if we're on some sort of delay. But tell me again, you were kind of breaking up, and I think it's just the we, we get these goats on the string um, on our tin cans. And so uh, tell me again, when is this show? All right, the National Restaurant Estate, it's called the NRA Show, not National Rifle Association. It's the National <laughs> Restaurant Association Food Service Show, and it starts on Saturday. It's May the 5th through May the 8th. It's it's Saturday through Tuesday, and just about every large food vendor in the world is there giving away free samples. There are food trucks and carts and equipment, and it actually takes a good four days to get through the show, and if you like eating, you'll eat your way through the show. you got to pace yourself. That sounds exciting. I could um, I could come hungry and and eat a big meal the night before, and I think I could could do that. Tell me a little about Hot Dog U. Well, Hot Dog U began in 2006, so this is the beginning of our seventh year in existence. And prior to Hot Dog University, like yourself, I was a street vendor with a cart, and. Uh, we were at, you know, we started out doing some major events, like we did the 2,300th anniversary of Harley Davidson. We did the sailing of the tall ships when they came from Chicago into Kenosha, and we ended up doing an art fair at one of these prime outlets malls, which was right at the state line where Wisconsin and Illinois butted each other, and the art fair didn't show up. So they asked us if we still wanted to vend hot dogs, and we said, sure, why not? And we set the cart up, and in four hours, we sold 250 dogs. And at that particular event, my wife was dressing dogs, and we just had lines that were just very, very long. So we decided the next day we would just get a little table and put our condiment rack on the table. And in the same four-hour period, we did 300 dogs at $3 a piece in four hours. So Prime Outlet said to us, hey, how would you guys like to you know, like have a contract and work here on the weekends? So for three years, every Saturday and Sunday from May until Christmas time, we vended hot dogs every Saturday and Sunday, and they decided to expand the mall. It was two phases, and they decided to put a third phase in with a food court. And at that point, they didn't want us there anymore, so they gave us the boot. And during the three years we were vending, there were a lot of customers that would ask us, you know, can we buy your cart? We'd like to buy your van. Can we buy your contract? How do you get into the business? So I kept names. And in 2006, uh, when we decided not to go back to Prime Outlets because they weren't going to let us work there, I opened up Hot Dog University, and it was a, a two-day business school, one full day of all of the little nitty-gritty details of how to be able to get you know, your license, your permits, the equipment, the menu, the insurance. And uh, during that day, we took students on a tour of a local restaurant depot so they could actually see products and equipment. And then the second day, we'd set up a cart, and we'd uh, put hats and aprons on our students. And remember, when you took behind the wheel when you were a high school young man, you went behind the <laughs> cart with us for the whole afternoon. And then we would consult with people, uh, you know, once they, they were done. Actually, our relationship with our students was beginning. 
So during those first two years, we ended up doing a lot of media. You know, if you go through YouTube and Google, you know, Hot Dog U was all over the media. With you know, we trained Bill Geist from CBS Sunday Morning News. We did the Associated Press. We were on CNN, NBC, Good Morning America, and we. You know, I was a, a Vienna Beef vendor. I you know, was born and raised in Chicago. I'm a little older than probably most of the people that you deal with. I'll be 65 in September. And actually, I stole my first hot dog in 1955 behind the counter of my father's drugstore. So I started, I started as a young man. I started as a young man. And when I was in high school, I worked at a place called Henry's Drive-In, which was you know, prior to McDonald's. And Henry's was owned by Henry Bressler, who owned Bressler's 33 Flavors. So I cut my teeth with some of the best food retailers in the business. Went off to school down in Carbondale, which was southern Illinois. Worked in an all-girls dorm where I ran the commissary for a couple of years. It was 17 stories of females and one basement full of food and myself. So that's basically where I cut my teeth. And then, uh, you know, as, as I grew up and became an adult, I ended up going into the field of education and always needed a part-time job. And that part-time job was vending at a lot of friends who had hot dog stands where I gained the experience, you know, of working behind the counter. Plus, I also worked a lot of retail during the summer times where I sold washers and dryers and TVs at two of the largest chains of appliances in Chicago. One was called Polk Brothers. The other was called App Television. So my retail and food service experience culminated together where right before I graduated, and I graduated before I retired from being a, an elementary school counselor, I sat down with my wife and said, my dream is to open up a hot dog stand. And she said, not a chance. She said, you know, I'm, when we talk about stands, we're talking about brick and mortar. She said, I'll never see you. You work seven days a week, and, you know, we'll never have vacations. So I couldn't close that deal. But what I did was I closed the deal with my wife to get a big eight-foot-long cart made by a company that's no longer in existence called Quality Street Carts. And ten years ago, we started vending off that cart. So it started with the hot dog vending, and I couldn't wait to retire in 2005 and sell hot dogs for the rest of my life. And right after I did, I got the axe from Prime Outlet, so I started Hot Dog U. And during those two years that we were doing it on our own, Vienna Beef took notice because everybody I trained ended up becoming a Vienna Beef customer. And Vienna Beef wanted me to come work for them, and like you and most of your your followers uh, that buy your carts and that listen to you and that buy your books, so on and so forth. I like being my own boss and doing things my own way. I don't want people to tell me what to do. But the bottom line was the business was growing so large that Vienna gave me an offer that was great. They said, you know, you can come and work in the factory. We'll build you a classroom. You can take people on tours. You can, you know, bring your equipment down here. We'll even wash pots and pans for you so you never have to do any of the legwork. And uh, what we'll end up doing is, is, you know, if the customers come through and they pay the tuition and they become the NFV customers, we'll rebate the tuition back to them half cash and half marketing materials from Vienna Beef. So it's almost like having a free course. And oh, in the last, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, while the course runs $699, which may seem like a lot of money. Not for the education. Right. You'll get $350 cash rebate back during the first year for every case of hot dogs or Polish that you sell. We'll kick you back $5 on the first 70 cases. So you get 350 cash back, and we'll start you out with a credit 
for marketing material of $350 of hats and aprons and shirts and banners and custom everything that you want. So what you put in, basically Vienna gives back to you. Plus, I end up consulting with, you know, the students that graduate, and uh, they end up getting a Vienna B for rep. So it turned out to be a real good deal for everybody, and it got me back into Chicago where I was born and raised. I escaped to Wisconsin about 22 years ago, so I live across the border. So I live in, in Chicago a couple of nights a week with a relative. And like tonight, you know, I came home from work about two hours ago. We just graduated five people from Hot Dog U. But it's got to the point where now I train people every single week, every single week. So it's, it's become a full-time job, and I'm loving every minute of it. So uh, that's what Hot Dog University is all about. It's, you know, the nation's college of encased meat knowledge. <laughs> I love it. And so now you're doing this every week now, the classes? Right. The classes are every week uh, during the month of April, May, and June. The majority of the classes I train are cart people, or they want to do a trailer or a food truck. But there are people that call up that want to do a hot dog stand, like a freestanding building, and we put them in a separate class that has nothing to do with carts. Although everybody who ends up with a stand, we try and steer them toward getting a cart to do off-site and private catering, and that's where the bucks are, you know, especially now in retail these days. Now, that's, a, so that's cool. I know that um, Brian up on the chat line, he is our link master, and he has posted up a link to your website, hotdogu.com, and right. as well the restaurant um, show that's coming up, restaurant.com forward slash show. Exactly. Plus, you know, we have quite a bit of our students that buy all kinds of different carts, and actually one of my star students who purchased one of your carts last year, his name is uh, is Patrick, and he had a place in Valparaiso, Indiana, where it took him almost a year and a half, and he finally opened up Valpo Viennas. You can look him up on Facebook. <laughs> the guy's name is Patrick Truax, and he yep. called me up one day, and he said, I bought one of Ben's carts with one of those grills in it, and my God, I love that thing. <laughs> so he, he, he really enjoys he really he really enjoyed it. I mean, he's one somebody right off the top of my head that purchased one of your carts. But it's not just your carts. I mean, there's other different carts that are out there. You know, it, it's, everybody has their own budget, okay? And uh, you know, there's some carts that are very expensive. There's missed carts. There's expensive carts. And you know, our students have to be very cautious when they buy a cart. And one of the things I like about your cart now is you have a roll-top cover on it, which means my students can steam Chicago-style buns. Exactly. And they can keep chili inside there nice and warm, or sauerkraut in there nice and warm, or grilled onions in there nice and warm. And you can let your students or your, 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 the people that you train know that one of the ways if they want to grill something like on a char griller and hot hold it where it won't dry out, you should take a little bitty third pan or a fourth pan, put grilled onions in it, and rest whatever they grilled in it under the roll top, and it stays moist for an hour. Now, that's that's good news for everybody. Um, that's a question I get a lot, and I'm glad you brought it up because um, it's never occurred to me to, to talk about that, but that's good information. You know, it works. So so how's the hot dog cart business? You've been cruising along, I'm sure, with the economy like we have training people. Yep. Um I um 
I love it. I I do more, you know, talking to people nowadays um, and answering emails, and I love that part of the business. I love being hands-on where I can and see people. And I I've been fortunate enough to go film some vendors, and we plan to do a bunch of filming this summer, and we'll be up in your neck of the woods. We're going to try to hit the entire East Coast. Um, it'll be a family deal, but it'll be. Um, I don't know what what month we're doing it in yet, but we have. Um, hopefully, I'll get to meet you. Um, I don't know if I'll make the show, um, being as I just found out about it. But I would love to go to that food show. Um, that would be fantastic. Well, you know, one of the other things we do besides food shows is I travel around at least once every two months, and I'll go to a franchise and business expo show where most people come buy a franchise and you know what those things cost but when they take hot dog university we're like a franchise without the fees i mean that's what people think vienna beef is a franchise and it's an independent they cut their teeth and built their business on small entrepreneurs like the people who started with hot dog carts that went either you know to trailers or to food trucks and and now with freestanding buildings but we usually pick up about 40 plus leads on every one of these trade shows that we go to because when people find out that they can get into this business on a shoestring, you know, with a cart that starts out like, you know, in the 2000 3000 dollars $5,000 range and all they need is a tow vehicle to tow it around, they go, gee, you know, this is really, really an interesting way to get into money without putting a lot of money down. And the rewards, if you know what you're doing, and they do when they take, you know, your little training and they take our training, and they do their due diligence, it jumpstarts people so they don't spend years making a lot of mistakes. Exactly. And and that that is the biggest key, is that they can get in and be miles ahead of everyone else. The average guy that says, how hard can this be? Well, it's not hard to bowl a hot dog. But there's so much more to this business, and that's why I try to provide stuff, and that's why I'm glad there's people like you. And you being tied in with Vienna – it couldn't have been a better deal. Recent, you know, I don't know if I'm um, letting the um, the cat out of the bag, but um, <laughs> I know that Vienna is the official hot dog for the Mobile Food Vendor Association, and they've offered some special deals that no, they were the first to jump on. They were the ones that offered the best, the most, and and really went above and beyond to help our vendors, and so. I'm excited about that. I heard that this week from one of the um, management folks over at uh, Mobile Food Vendor Association, Jason. Um, so I'm excited about that. Well, that's you know Vienna Beef. What's really nice about Vienna Beef is we're all about the smaller business person. We could have gone corporate and could have gotten hot dogs into you know larger corporations, which would have put the kibosh on the smaller guy. But basically. Our whole intention is is to be able to take somebody who always wanted, to, you know, their dream was to have their own business and be their own boss, and they didn't have the skills and the knowledge, and now there's a way, you know, we train them, but we offer them support. And Hot Dog University, when it started, was just me. There's 21 of us that are in Hot Dog University now. I work with marketing, I work with sales, and I work with customer service. And we will walk to the end of the earth for any of our customers to be able to get them product, to be able to get them signage, to be able to get them the condiments, the buns, and everything else. 
because, you know, Vienna is a very small family-owned business, but they built their business with small business owners like cart people. I mean, we do, I'd say, about 70% of our business through Hot Dog University is people with carts. Well, I know that the, like you said, that one of your um, star students had one of our carts, and, and the nice part is is the people that are the stars, the ones that shine, did the due diligence. Um and they're the ones that you hear about that went out quickly and started making, uh, having a rapid success. Maybe not millions like we heard about Stuart, but making really good money right off the bat and, and foregoing a lot of the mistakes you and I made. Yep. Well, I was one of the fortunate few where I think I lucked out. I was at the right place at the right time, and we always were, you know, we were very lucky. I mean... The bottom line, there's, there's a couple of things that I'll tell you we always tell our students. One, always put yourself on the customer's side of the cart. It's what they want, not what you want, okay? And two, while location is paramount, the nice thing is, is that if the location doesn't work out, you can move. I mean, you know, <laughs> you're not restricted unless you're in certain communities where they say you have to stay, you know, on a particular corner. But I, I like that. One person that you talked to in the beginning from was he from Maryland, who's right. out in front of a, a county courthouse. That's one of the places I send my students all the time, and the reason is because you have different people that go to that courthouse every day of the week. I mean, you know, the bottom line is that you've got different police officers, different yep. uh, lawyers, different everybody that's going past there. And you don't have the same people walk by five days a week, so you've got a greater selection of having people uh, buy your food. We'll see already point. just in 11 days. He's booked all kinds of side jobs because of yep. the crowd and the type of people there. Um, can you give me just a second? I just want to do an announcement that we are live on Hot Dog Vendor Radio, and we have Mr. Mark from HotDogU.com, where you can learn all about the hot dog business. You can get hands-on training on some of the best equipment around, get a tour of the Vienna factory, and all kinds of support, ongoing support, so you're never left in the dark. You'll always have somebody to call, somebody to help you, and best of all, their course is a little over 600 bucks, and you get most of that money back in rebate, and that's incredible, and I think that it's a, a wonderful deal. You're listening to Hot Dog Vendor Radio with Ben and Rob. Well, I, I just wanted to do that for the people that have just come on. We've had a bunch of people jump on in the last um, probably three or four minutes, Mark, and I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I, I wanted to let people know um, who they're talking to or who they're listening to. And also, um, can you tell us if they want more information, obviously they can go to hotdogu.com, and I Correct. assume the website has lots of information about the times of the courses and how to schedule it. Um, there are. Can they also? Can they email too, or is there a, a chat or something? Rather than email, why don't you just call me directly? I mean, my 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 cell phone I turn on every day from nine to five, Monday through Friday. It's area code four one four nine seven five eight five eight zero. And again, it's four. Nine seven five eight five eight zero. Brian will probably put that in the um, chat room in like two seconds. Um, no, no problem. 
and what <laughs> what happens if you end up getting the message? It's because a I'm probably teaching a class on Monday or Tuesday, or b I have so many students that call me up that I have to consult with on a daily basis. This is a lifelong learning thing. <laughs> okay, you know what's going on because you sell people <laughs> cards. They're always calling you up, going. Ben, my buns are getting hard. You know, Ben, my dogs are splitting and cracking. Or, Ben, you know, my neon green relish, it's changing color. Well, you kept it out in the sunlight a little bit too long, okay? (laughs) So, uh, you know, the trick to that is just stir it up and get it to be green all over again. You know, uh, it'll stay that color if you keep stirring it because it's blue dye number one, all right? I love it. I love it. And and so... Now you know you can call Mark at Hot Dog U. I think it is incredible that your your age, not that that's that old. The closer I get to that age, um, the less it seems old. But the that you're willing, you're out there doing this and helping other people. And for a penance, um, most people think that the first gentleman I had on the line tonight, um, you know, was a setup call because he kept you know praising me and going, "Oh, your course should be a thousand dollars and stuff." And and it wasn't at all, and I would never charge anything like that. And I think what you're doing is incredibly cheap when you factor in realistically giving them the knowledge that you're giving them, and they go out there, and in a week it is paid for itself and could be sooner than that depending on an expensive mistake they make. And so if you've prevented an expensive mistake, you've and you've also given them a head up or a, a leg up on competition and just in general business, then it is well worth the money. I love it. I'm glad you do it, and um, I, I really appreciate you sharing with us about it. Absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, if anybody wants to call and chit-chat, you know, about getting into the business, uh, the bottom line is this. We want to make sure that every customer that we that we train is a success because their success becomes our success. I'm, I, I've always been in a world where I've served people, and to me, a life of service is the best life that there is. And to be able to successfully launch somebody in a career where they can make a living, every day that one of my students calls me up and says, Mark, you know, I'm off and running, I feel like an expectant father that just had another kid. I mean, it's just, you know, it's so heartfelt, warming to be able to help people succeed in life because you don't find that anymore. It's just a whole different game out there today. And people who've been in business for all their life and they find out one day that they no longer have their job, they no longer have their security, they no longer have their pension. My average age student used to be anywhere between like 45 and 70, now I'm getting a lot of 20-year-olds, a lot of 30-year-olds, because the cost of an education is so expensive and with these loans. And then you get out and you take a very nominal, menial-paying job, and then you have to pay back the debt of having that college education. So you start out with massive debt before you even are up and running. With a hot dog cart, you know, it's everything, your your tax structure, your tax breaks, and here I'll tell you something that you may or may not know, and you can tell some of your, you know, your clients. Up until January 2012, if somebody needed a vehicle to tow their cart around with, and that vehicle had a gross vehicle weight of 6,000 pounds, and they purchased it and put it in the name of the business to use it for business, 
It was a hundred percent tax deductible write off. Did you know that? I I did. Um most the, people uh, don't. The thing went to a sunset clause January, but I heard it's going to come back. I mean, that's how I bought my hot dog van, and I have an old Land Cruiser that I towed around an ice cream cart with. I sold ice cream along with hot dogs, and I sell fresh squeezed lemonade along with that, too, because on a really hot day, you'll end up selling more lemonade and more ice cream than you will hot dogs. And to stand behind the nice hot, hot dog cart when it's 95 and 100, especially where you are, that's brutal punishment. You know that. <laughs> yep, I sure do. That um I, that's a great idea. I want to um welcome you back anytime, Mark. If you ever want to come on or you have something you want to announce or tell a story or share, um I would love it if you'd come back on um for more. And I um I'm super thankful that you came on tonight and shared with us. If anyone's out there listening right now, and would like to take the course. Um, now, you said the course is how much, Mark? It's $699. Okay, so and 700 bucks. but Vienna's going to give them back how much in rebates? They'll get $350 of cash rebates during the first year. Okay, here's what I'll do. The next person that um, either emails Mark or myself and lets us know or calls Mark, um, and schedules this and gets a cart, I will pay the other part of it up front so you won't even have to pay for it. I'll take it right off the car- cost of the cart. So $350 off plus the money Vienna is going to give you over the next year, you will have free training. There you go. And uh, well, I'm hopefully we'll have a taker on that. Okay. And- why don't you send it to Ben instead of to me because I'm going to sleep. <laughs> I've been up for two days. So, you know, if you want to give a call, give a call. If you want to send me an email, I'll give you my email now, Ben. It's yeah, go ahead. M- it's mreitman, R-E-I-T-M-A-N, at hotdogu.com. And uh, I'll be around tomorrow morning. You know, I've had two very, very, very long days of training people. And it's, uh, you know, those of you who work behind carts, you know, at the end of the day, you feel like you've been beat up by a street gang, you know, from standing all day long. So it's time for me to say hi to my family, take a shower, and go to sleep. Hey, Mark, thank you you again for coming on. Any time, it was a pleasure, and... Next time you come up this way, give me a shout, and let's look for you next year at the National Restaurant Association show. Thank you. We'll we'll do it. Have a good evening. Thank bye-bye. Well, all right, bye-bye. Well, folks, that was Mark at Hot Dog U. You can find it at Hot Dog U, and that's the letter U, dot com. Um, I think that Brian has posted up the link a couple times during the show. Um, if any of you would like to um, – get a cart or fixing to get a cart and are willing to take the class, I will give you the discount of three fifty off the cart and you will get another three fifty back from Vienna. So it will be like a free course in Chicago and but here's the catch. I want to hear the story and I want you to come on the radio, tell me how you um how it was. Um tell me all about it. Tell share it with everybody and let's um Spread the word. Um, I like sharing the knowledge. Thanks for posting that up again, Brian. Um, 
Now, we have another guest, and believe it or not, um, some of you will probably choke, but we have John Izzo, and I hope I pronounced that correctly, from cartconcept.com. That's cartconcept.com, and he will be joining us in a couple minutes, so stand by for that. Are you enjoying the show? Want to hear more for free? Head on over to blogtalkradio.com forward slash Ben's Carts or Google HDVR, Hot Dog Vendor Radio. All the jam-packed episodes are available, and they are all free. And now you can get them through iTunes. Subscribe today. It's half off, and half off nothing is still nothing. You're listening to Hot Dog Vendor Radio with Ben and Rob. Well, we are live on Hot Dog Vendor Radio, and I'm fixing to place another call in. And we've got one more short little commercial, and we'll be right back. Want to save even more money? Build your own professional hot dog cart. Save over $1,000. Buildacart.com. Buildacart.com. If y'all have noticed, we have a few new commercials. Last week we were um, on the air, and I announced that I would love it if any of you have a radio voice and could send me something. I had someone send in a couple commercials that are the bomb, and that's why you've heard them more than once. And you'll probably hear them more than once again before the end of the night. Um, right now we are fixing to call... Um, John with CartConcept.com, who makes um, a gorgeous, uh, one of the prettiest carts I've ever seen. And then he does all kinds of, if you've ever been to the website, you'll see it. There's a um, motorcycle cart, all kinds of stuff. So if you need something done, this is the man. And I'm going to call him right now, and y'all just stand by, and you'll hear it ringing. We're going to try it live. Hello, is this John? Yes, it is. Hey, John, this is Ben and Rob. We're live on Hot Dog Vendor Radio. You've got a lot of people listening and a lot more in the chat room. And um, I'm excited to talk to you tonight. A lot of people probably are, are you know, are choked up going, why in the world has Ben putting somebody on competition, blah, 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 blah. And <laughs> like I've said in the past, is um, this radio show is for us. The, the largest sponsor of the show is Mobile Food Vendor Association. And so... It's a, a, a pretty unbiased show, and I am familiar with your carts. I have seen, and I cannot remember the number. It's a something, something, something number. It is very wide. Um, I love it. I think it's one of the sexiest carts I've ever seen in my life, and um, I also like the motorcycle cart. Yeah, everybody seems to like that Harley cart. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of a, a very unique cart. <laughs> that is um it is just a beautiful cart. Um tell tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got started in the business and what all you have to offer. Well, to begin with, uh this is my 23rd year in building these units. Uh before that, I was into architectural copper work for years 
and uh, we got involved in the stainless steel, which you know as well as I do is a completely different animal. And oh, yeah. uh, we started building standard carts, and we started modifying them, and then we started designing our own systems, and uh, here we are today. I um I, I definitely can relate to the stainless steel, just the equipment required Ugh. to bend, cut stainless steel. Um, I'm still paying bills on that. That oh, is um, <laughs> that is just unbelievable. The cost they get for that. Oh, it's, yeah, it doesn't go down. It just keeps yeah. going up and up every year. <laughs> yeah. You can't go get a, a northern tool shear and, and shear stainless steel. And so, well, you you might be able to do it once anyways. <laughs> and then you're picking up teeth. Right, right, right. Well, I am, I am glad you came on the show, and I wanted to um, tell, tell, tell us about the stuff that you can build as far as, far as how wide-ranging wide you've been doing this much longer than me. And, and you got the uh, goat on the string again. Yeah, I hope it's not for everybody. Um, um, He may not not can hear your question. Yeah, I'm having a hard time here. Um, 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 Tell us tell us, a little about your company. What all you do? What are you able to do for for people? Well, what we do is we have a lot of customers that want custom work done. You know, everybody wants something just a little different that you don't normally make. So that's where we come in. I mean, we, we can custom design Pretty much, I don't want to say anything because that's very far-fetched, but uh, within reason, we can design a lot of the trailers, the higher-end trailers and so forth, which which are enclosed, and uh, we just go from there. We start with the computer drawing, and we listen to the customers, and uh, we put their ideas on paper, and uh, basically we build from there. And, uh, you know, it takes time, takes effort. We might not be the cheapest, you know, units out there, but we try to be the best. I've yeah. seen your um, your one. Of, I have a good friend that has one of your trailers that is just um, dynamite. Mm-hmm. But um, do you still are you still able to do stuff like the motorcycle cart um, or golf carts? We do in our slower time. You know, over the winter we usually slow down, and that's when we could do uh, really custom work as in that i mean that was uh that was just a shot in the dark i mean a guy came up with a harley one time and he said john he says i want to build a hot dog cart in the back of this i said okay <laughs> i said how do you want to do that <laughs> he said well i've seen these trailers online and i can get the trailer when we can build off of that I says, well, if you can get the trailer, bring it here, and we'll take a look at it. And, I mean, it took maybe six months for this all to come together. Right, but, you know, right. it was during our slow months, and he wasn't riding, and we weren't building a lot of units at that time. So, you know, we just it was basically a trial and error thing, and uh, it worked out well. And after that, we built a few more. So, What's the number, the model number, to the cart that I was mentioning in the beginning? Of our conversation, um, um, is it an open cart or is it? It's an, it's an open cart and it's real wide. Oh, I believe that's our model seven twenty five. Seven twenty five. I love right. it. That um, has all the options are on it and you know so forth. That very, is very stable. Cart. Yeah, I can imagine. 
and I like that you have this wide, wide work area, mm-hmm. and that that is a benefit. Another benefit I see in that type and style of cart is that when you're backing up a standard cart, if you're in a pickup or something, you don't see the cart in your rearview mirrors or side mirrors until it's too late. It's already Very sideways true. on you, and you got to pull up ten feet and start it again. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I love that cart, and if you, um, I'm sure we've got this. Yeah, Brian just put up your link to your um, carts website at cartconcept.com. For those that aren't on the chat line um, or in the chat room, you can go to cartconcept.com. That's C-A-R-T-C-O-N-C-E-P-T.com. They have some gorgeous carts, and you'll get to see that motorcycle, that Harley cart as well. And some of the enclosed ones. I have a friend that has, um, like I said, your enclosed um, cart or trailer, mm-hmm. and it's one of the you know professional. Um, it is just beautiful. The well, thank you. And, and he loves it. So, um, what is? Have you ever vended before, John, or did you jump into this with? Um, where you? Obviously, you've been doing this a long time. You said twenty something years. So. Um, did you ever try the vending end of it? I was never into the vending end to it, in, end of it until actually we started the company. And just from doing that, I wanted to learn the vending end of it. So actually we took some carts and uh, put them at various locations and operated them ourselves just to get the, the concept of it, <clears throat> you know, just to see what our customers were looking at or how we can improve the units and, you know, go on it, you know, Doing that in different venues could be in front of a grocery store. It was uh, at ball fields. I mean, I used to uh, be a football coach with the with the little guys, the seven year olds up to the fourteen year olds. And any every homecoming game that we had every year, we used to bring one of the carts down and just vend out of it, which were advertisement and giveaways and so forth. But uh, that's how I learned that end of it, anyway. Well, I like it, and I like that you've you've done it, so you kind of know what people want. Obviously, you've got a pretty dang original idea with that wider cart. Um, I I just love it. I have seen one um, in person once. I didn't get to use it, but I've seen one in person, and I've always admired it. So I was already familiar with some of your stuff just from from that one one deal. But I um. What would you say is, because you've done a little of both now, you've done some vending and you've done some carts, what advice would you give someone looking for a cart or looking for um, get to get into the business? Do you have any advice that you'd like to share with someone doing that? To get, in, get into the vending business. <clears throat> well, one thing I'll, I always tell a newcomer, let's say, that wants to buy a cart, that comes into our our uh, our uh, shop is just be sure you treat it as a business and not as a hobby. Because if you treat it as a hobby, you're just not going to make it. You have to be there for the customers when they have the time to get to you. I mean, if you you're going to have a lunch hour from twelve to twelve thirty, and you go to that vendor down the street, and it's a sunny day and he or she is not there, well, you might forgive them once, 
But if it right. happens again, you you won't go back there again. So well, if you, if you are, treat it treat it like a job. I mean, it's yeah, it's you know. I agree. That's what you got to do. If you're going to do this business as as opposite of that or contrary to that, you need to do the events. You need to do special things where you're where you're not relied on to be at a location. There you go. And um, I've got a, a good friend in Texas that does just events, and he does little um, um, little events and big events, and he makes a phenomenal living as a hobby. It supports his fishing habit. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> I did, yeah, I didn't think of that part as a hobby. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Well, John, um, is there anything else you'd like to share before I um, – before I let you go, I I, I want to thank you, you know, obviously for coming on, and I know that had to be a little awkward, but um, you you can tell I'm I'm unbiased, and and I would steer people your way any day. I've um, I think you you make an incredible cart. I know that my buddy Jason loves it, and so I am I'm tickled pink that um, that you were willing to come on and share with us. Well, I appreciate you having having me on. Well, um, with that, but just a, if, just a quick just a quick note: that cart that you were talking about, that wide cart, twenty five. Yeah, that that seven twenty five model that was actually designed for uh, Dallas, Texas, because the streets in Dallas, Texas are very uh, very regimented is in their size of the carts. Right. So you can have a larger cart, but it has to meet their requirements for the width, the height. And the length of the cart. Well, so I that think was, that, worked that was anywhere. designed. So that was designed just for there, and then uh, you know people re- people liked it so much, we just started putting it out there for everyone. Well, I'm glad you did. Um, it, it's definitely a beautiful cart, and, and maybe I'll, I'll be able to get my hands on one one day and um, and work off of it. That um, that'd be fun to me. I want to try that. That having everything right there. I mean, everything easy. Uh, that is um, a, a beautiful cart. Well, again, thank you, John, for coming on. Did I pronounce your name right? I don't know if you were listening in when I called you, but I said Izzo. Is that right? Perfect. Yeah, not too many people get that, but you hit it on the head. John Izzo at cartconcept.com. Do you have a Facebook, too, John? Uh, not yet. We're working on that as we speak, though. That will okay. be coming up within the next month or two. When you get it on, let me know. I'll put you on the blog and send some people your way. Okay, Ben, I'd appreciate it. And thanks again for having me on. Yes, sir. You have a wonderful evening. You too. Bye now. Well, I am um just just excited that we've had so many good people on. We've always had good people on. And I have a lady listening right now, I hope she's still listening, that wanted to call in. She had something she wanted to share with us. And um, if you would like to call in, I would love it if you'd go ahead and call in. Um, If you don't mind, in that chat message, put your last four of your phone number so I'll recognize the number when it comes in. We've got several people wanting to um, talk. I see the phone lines are lit up, and that's pretty exciting. And Rob, I think, is almost done doing the dishes. Rob, did you see him picking fun of you? They thought it was me. I thought I was on mute. (laughs) <laughs> I looked down and I said, I was going to tell the gentleman, hey, I appreciate you coming on. And I looked and I was like, uh-oh. 
they've heard me do dishes for 10 minutes. Yep, yep, we heard you. Sorry. Sorry, we heard guys. you cleaning. I think you're a good husband doing dishes. Uh, um, my wife's sick. She's under the weather, so um, I'm, I'm doing dishes tonight. And I apologize. I thought I hit the mute, fellas and uh, uh, gals, and I, I apologize for that. Well, I, um, I'm hoping that um, the lady that would like to call in would call in. She's over in North Carolina. Um, so if you're listening, go ahead and call in at 424-258-9364. Press the option 1 to speak to a host, and I will pick you up, and um, and we'll be chatting. Um, we have another caller on, and I'm going to go ahead and take – well, we've got several, but I'm going to go ahead and take this one that's been – um, holding the longest, and um, and we'll go from there. If y'all will bear with me just for a second. Want to save even more money? Build your own professional hot dog cart. Save over $1,000 at buildacart.com. Buildacart.com. You want to roll with a big dog? You need a cart that you can rely on. There's no better way to know your equipment than to build it yourself. Buildacart.com. You want to rock your world? Build this cart. Build it and they will come. Buildacart.com. Well, that is another commercial sent to me by one of our loyal listeners, and I thank him very much for that. I think that is just I didn't know that you knew the guy that did. That did what? I lost you, Rob. Can you hear me? Can you hear me, Rob? I think you muted yourself. Um, Check your phone. Rob, Rob, Rob. Um, somebody had asked earlier, can everybody hear me on the chat okay to make sure I'm not um, the one that's muted? Anybody on the chat? Anybody, anybody? Chat line, can you hear me? I'm going to run to a quick... Oh, we got to check, check, so we're good. All right, good. Um, I've got somebody had asked a question. Um, Rob, if you're there, I can't hear you. Um, it says you're live, but um, I think you're muted. The Somebody wanted me to ask, thanks, Brian, um, about or let you all know about on LearnHotDogs.com. I did a blog yesterday, I think, or today. Um, my days would start running together, that um, mentions two software programs that you can use absolutely free. I'm talking not free-ish, 100% free. So you can go on there, and there's nothing to download, and it will track your inventory. It will help you set up accounting. And it is super, super easy to use, one more so than the other. One's a Google app that works in the Google Cloud. The other one works in a cloud. They're both secure sites. None of your information can be taken or gotten to. And you will have the ability to track your business in an easy way. Plus, there's tons of forums attached to those two programs where people answer your questions on setting up stuff. It's easier to operate, I have been told, I've talked to two different people, than QuickBooks or Quicken. 
and it's free. It's free forever. So if you need software to track your business, it's free over at learnhotdogs.com, and it's in the blog. You'll see it. I think the blog article is free, something other free, and that's it. Rob, are you there? Can you hear me or anything? Um, I don't think Rob can hear me, and I don't. Um, he was there just a second ago. Um, I'm going to go ahead and take a call, and we'll um, we'll take it from there. Um, let's see here. Do I have stew on the line? This looks like a stew. This is a stew dog. Hold on, Stu. I don't think you're live live yet. For some reason, this thing is going nuts. And um, and the person I asked to call in from North Carolina, I think I see your number. Um, and if you would just bear with me just a second, I will be right to you. Um, Stu, we didn't hear from you last week. Some people were asking about you last week, though. You're mighty popular in the chat rooms and over at... Um, the dog park, if you don't know where the dog park is, folks, um, Brian's going to post it up in the chat room, but the dog park is through the Mobile Food Vendor Association, and they have this private um, Facebook page where you can talk to other vendors, and you don't have to worry about your stuff being seen by your family and friends, or if you want to ask about how much this costs or where to get this or profit margins, you can do all that there and don't have to worry about it. They also have a forum at mymfva.org that is absolutely free, and you can go try it out, and that way your questions can be categorized so other people can find them later. So um, even if you put them in the chat in the Facebook page, Please also go to the forum and post them up there, and um, people will answer, and, and it'll help everybody. Stu, tell me what's yes, going sir. on. Somebody gave me some craziness that you had 10 carts now. I do. I got 10 carts and one food truck. Um, You're kidding me. <laughs> no. Uh Yep. I, took now, I knew you had the food truck. Um, you bought that yeah. during spring break. Um, and you bought that all from the profits from spring break, right? Yeah, a a portion of the profits. I bought that, and uh, then I sold just just chili cheese fries out of it, and it paid for itself. The fries paid for itself, so I made my money right back on it and a little profit on it in uh, three weeks. Well, three weeks left of spring break. So, you know, it worked out pretty good. With that, um, but yeah, as far as ten carts, I got ten carts now. I've only got seven of them licensed so far, um, and I got all seven out working right now. And uh, actually, I'm I'm home for the night, and I'll I'll have uh, a friend go by late late tonight to pick up all the cash and check on everything, make sure everybody shuts down. But yeah, I'm pretty much. I'm not even I'm not even making hot dogs hardly anymore. Um just going around collecting money and delivering food. So tell me how this works. You've got seven carts running live right now and um how does that how does your day tell me how you do that day. Tell me a typical day. Well, a typical day um but has No, you're fine. I'm calling Rob while you're on the phone. Keep going. Okay. <laughs> 
Uh, each location is, it, it varies. You know, I got one location that does a half a case of hot dogs, and another location that will do a case and a half, two two cases of hot dogs. You know, it varies. You know, I set all my carts up on a standard inventory. Um, yeah. 200 and I think it's 240 dogs, three cases of um, dogs per cart, and they have the same amount of quantity on buns. And as I periodically go through and check them, I count the buns, I count count inventory, and then I count the cash and I check uh, count the tickets. So I verify everything at each each cart when I'm there to uh, to oversee um, right now that's going on. So it's that's being monitored very closely. In the event that someone runs out, they call me and. I get them food within the next 20 minutes if someone calls me. So you must have them all pretty close together, um, or at least relatively close. They and have relatively close, about uh, eight and a half miles stretch of beach. So uh, I got I got a cart about almost well, every mile. I have a cart. So I got them pretty Let's much together. Hey, uh, hey uh, Ben, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear we you. Got Okay. All right. I just want to check. I wasn't sure. Um, I want to make sure I got back back connected. <laughs> what was going on? I'm glad you're back in. You scared me. So, um, so um, keep going, Stu. Tell me, tell me this. So, seven carts. Now, I, I want for those people that are just listening. Stu got started in this roughly three and a half months ago, right, Stu? Yeah. Uh, well, I bought my first cart in the middle. of December and I actually didn't get licensed until until January. Okay. Um, so, I, so I would say yeah, about four months, almost going on five months. Okay. And in things but, hit the yeah. ceiling. I mean, you just went through the roof over spring break, and I went down and filmed you, and then you you made enough money to buy a enclosed you know, a, an actual concession truck, and yep. 10 carts. Yep. Yeah, I, uh, I bought all my carts used. I looked on Craigslist about everything I used. And on that some of them, I got... I, I think the Jewish came out of me, and I, I Jewed people down a lot on their on their prices, but they they were willing to sell. It's, it's ridiculous Unbelievable. how many parts are, are out there just sitting in people's driveways and not even doing with anything with it. That's um, that's uh, that is something that happens. People don't do their due diligence, but I, I do like the fact that out of all your searching, um, you haven't found any Ben's carts um, out there. Um, even though I would love it if all ten of your carts were Ben's carts, I am impressed that through all your searching, you didn't run across Ben's carts. To um, that people had given up on, so that's yeah. pretty encouraging. Um, it all comes down to um, educating yourself and doing your due diligence, which you did. I mean, you you read, you studied, and you went out it and did it, and you did it in a big way. And um, I gotta say, I, I'm just completely impressed. Um, Especially to handle the crowds hey, you did while I was there. Uh, what kind of, uh, if you don't mind sharing, what kind of numbers did you wind up with, uh, or some close numbers you could give us for the people listening that may not uh, be familiar with your success story at uh, Spring Break? Do uh, you mind sharing with us a little bit about your kind of numbers these people can turn on a hot dog cart? 
the, you know, what was my average sales, like total grosser a day, how many customers I'd have on a day. Well, in um, general, you know, kind of what what you wound up with for the, I think it was about a four-week event, three-week event. Yeah, don't get in trouble with the, you know, the ex-wife or the IRS, but um, whatever you feel like comfortable sharing, we'd love to know. Yeah. Right. Um, I'd say that, well, I started with one cart, and I was averaging on a daily basis, you know, two to three thousand. And I had a couple four thousand dollar days. Um, I don't mind sharing that. I mean everybody's well aware I I did great out there and I of course I'm, I am claiming everything on my taxes is the only right way to do it. Um as far as lines and customer base goes, I would get you know, lines to sixty, seventy, eighty people and uh it would stay like that for a two, three hour uh span. Um it was just nuts, you know with the food truck, that gyro food truck that was set up next to me that I bought out, I, my little hot dog cart killed their business. It killed them. I hurt them so bad where they had no other option but to sell out to make any get some money back. Um, uh, it's big events and it gets pretty crazy. And I did it just two people, me and um, buddy Jim and Amber. You know, Amber was hardly even there, but she did come and that a lot. So the potential, you know, a lot of people don't think, oh, you can't make that kind of money with one hot dog car. I'm a firm believer, or I'm here to tell you that, yes, you can. You get in the right right gig, you disguise the limit. I mean, it's all about how, how much work you put in and and how many hot dogs you can turn out. Because like you said, Rob, you can only make as much money as much, as much food that you put over out of the counter. Um, and, that, and, that's, and that's absolutely true. Right. Can everybody on the chat room hear Rob? Um, I'm showing him that you know he's still muted. I can hear him just fine, but I wanted to make sure the chat room can hear him. Um, if um, anybody's there that can answer me, um, Stu, did you have anything you wanted else to share before um, we move on? I've got some callers waiting, and um, I was going to jump on this. The, there's a lady called, or actually, it's a gentleman from North Carolina that um, had some good news to share yeah well i thing um i just wanted to uh, remind everybody any new vendors are in, in here listening in the florida area if you've bought ben's book and uh, bought a, a ben's car and you'd like to be trained by me just contact me through facebook or on the dog park and i'll be glad to schedule something come help train free of charge in the florida area only um that's that is super nice that is super nice of you Stu. i I um that'd be awesome. Um, a lot of people are nervous just getting started, and that'd be awesome to have somebody um, that's done some big, big stuff to come and help them. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm just I'm like ever I'm still new, getting my feet wet. I've been successful, yes, but you know, still everything must. Oh, good. It's nice. It's nice to know that. Someone's got a lifeline they can call that's close by or, you know, for anything, you know. And that's I'm just trying to help help out what I can in, in my state, in my, my region, any, any food vendor, because, you know, we're really a big, huge family. And as vendors, you know, there's nothing wrong with helping out other vendors. Um, that's about it. Oh, and my book, I'm writing a book, and it will be out at the end of July. Um, so I'll be posting, doing more postings on that as well. 
Well, cool. Um, we'll look forward to that. You'll have to get back on here. Um, thanks for calling in, Stu, and giving us an update. I know a lot of people wanted to know what was going on last week, and I'm glad you took the time to do it. And I know you're busy as crap, but um, I'm, oh, yeah. I'm proud of you, and I'm happy for you. The Thunder Beach um, bike rally kicks off tomorrow. It's already started kicking off today, so the next four or five days is going to be pretty nuts. Be well, cool. Let us, <laughs> let us know how it went. No, uh, I will. Uh, I'll I'll be in touch. I'll post when I can on Dog Park and let people know how I'm doing. Um, but y'all gentlemen, y'all have a good night. I just want to call in. Well, I thank you. I hope you have a good night, too, Stu. You too, man. All right. Later, see you. All right. We have got... um, Hold on just a second. This is... um, this is Ben with Hot Dog Vendor Radio. You're live on the air, and you're all the way across the mountain from me over in, in um, North Carolina, correct? Yep. Yeah, that's right. Uh signed in as Marlene. That's my life because uh, <laughs> I can't figure out what the hell to do with Facebook. But. <laughs> this is Bill. I sent you the T-shirt. I love it. You're going to see it on the love blog, it. folks. If you don't know what he's talking about, he sent me a kick-butt shirt. Um, he... Um, he got the right size, and I can't wait to show it to you. I love your um, your your. I, I love what it says on the shirt. Dogs, decrepit yeah. old geezer sausages. <laughs> That's, uh, yeah, that that came out from a really bad event. <laughs> we had a lot of time to think. But, uh, yeah, yeah, that's been a real good marketing tool. Uh, you know, yeah, it's for anybody, man. Uh, come up with a good T-shirt. People love it. And uh, well, um, I got to tell you what, uh, I did see one of your new uh, carts downtown Asheville. Did you? Uh, a uh, big dog, a couple of Cuban guys. I don't know if you remember, you know, know them or whatever, but they just set up recently. So uh, I don't off the top of my head. Um, yeah, but there's, uh, I know at least, well, I've got two, so I know at least four in Asheville. Uh, that's a, well, that's how, how is how is business doing for you in Buncombe County? Uh, doing really good. Doing real good. We're right downtown. I, th- I sent you a couple pictures of looking at the Grove Arcade and across from Subway. Yep. So everybody's everybody's doing good. Everybody's happy. And you were doing the magnetic signboards um, before I mentioned it. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. We were. Yeah. It. And I brought that up last week. You know, we were doing. Uh, yep. um I think I mentioned the uh, going to Home Depot and getting the magnetic covers for your uh, uh, floor registers and stuff. Right, right. And using a permanent pen on AM. Uh, but the other thing I wanted to say was uh, signs. If you got like an umbrella or a uh, pop-up, if you go to Home Depot or Lowe's or any of the hardware stores where they sell the signs, you know, yard sale and stuff like that, um, you can get the blank corrugated plastic, you know, like uh, for sale signs or, you know, politicians use them. Uh, and then we went to, like, Michael's, uh, which is a, uh, like, Hobby Lobby or something like that, you know, craft store. Right, right. And you can get uh, little uh, vinyl stickers. So if you cut about a three-inch sign 
or a three inch strip off of one of these boards and you can put these little stickers on there, make your own signs, put a couple of clips on them and hang them on your umbrella. Man, they, they were great and they really, you know, pop and people see them. Uh, well, so that, um, that's great advertising. Well, tell me, you had something specific you wanted to share with us, or, or am I correct, or am I wrong? No, I don't remember. Uh, <laughs> I got a bunch of stuff written down to <laughs> pass along, I guess. Um, uh, well, I don't know how about, you know, my other thing was uh, we were talking like uh, a week or two ago about wind and, you know, how hard it was sitting out there with, you know, breeze and blowing out your burners. And I don't know how everybody else is cards are set up, but I don't know how yours are because I've got two of them. The uh, burner box where right. little burners are, it's totally open on the bottom. I cut a piece of uh, corrugated um, tin, you know, galvanized roofing. Right. And popped it up in there. You know, you don't want to make it too tight because you you, know, you want to have some airflow. But if you get it in the bottom of that box, at least on your cards, uh, man, it's just hundred percent difference. Uh, you don't have to worry about the wind blowing your burners out, uh, well, anything like that. And, and you, you know, you're definitely going to want to use a, uh, you know, something metal because um, I've probably got mine a little bit too tight. And man, I got to get my burners so low, it's hard to see them, and I can't, you know, because otherwise everything's boiling. Uh, crazy good. Crazy good. That's that's a good thing to have. But uh, oh, and uh, fans, we were talking about. Um, you had something on today about, or yesterday, I guess your email was. Uh, uh, somebody had like almost like a ceiling fan hooked up to your umbrella. Oh yeah, yeah, that was on the blog over at LearnHotDogs.com. Right, right, man. I want to look at that. But uh, the other, you know, that that looked cool as hell. But the other thing I've got is uh, something from Fantastic, and I'm going to dare Brian to get this up here real quick. Uh, Fantastic uh, Fans. It's a 12-volt fan. It's got like eight blades on this thing, and it'll pump out some air. So anybody's got to run on 12-volt, because I can't... uh, Plug in, you know, here in North Carolina, yeah, you know, we got so many rules. You can't have anything touching the ground. You can't have anything plugged in. Uh, but uh, Jolly. those are really good, really good fans, you know. For you know, and I know we were talking about you know the heat of the summer. So uh, you know, anybody looking at that? But uh, oh my God, a couple of funny things. Yeah. All right. Uh, last week, uh, I'm sitting there downtown watching, you know, just this, all these restaurants and, you know, everybody, you know, walking around and this and that. And I see this old guy coming down the street. He's about as tall as he is, wide, and, you know, little bags he's carrying along. And he stops and wants a $3 hot dog with everything on it. So I said, well, can I wrap this up for you? And he says, no. Nope. I'll just eat it here. <laughs> and he lays on the cart. He's bending my sideboards over. <laughs> and he, he's got uh, chili and 
And I was like, oh, my God. But, you know, you got to be nice to them, you know. <laughs> but it was, oh, and then the other one, my other funny one was uh, for the first time my wife had set up our second cart, the big dog cart. Right. Uh, at a tobacco warehouse called, a, it's a antique warehouse, an old tobacco barn. So she set up in there and... This is where the you know the owner of it wanted it to be you know because he wanted to draw people to the back where a lot of people just don't go. At the end of the day, she goes down you know talks to the lady that was running it for him and you know said, "Well, we're leaving." She's like, "Well, next week, if you guys come out here, you're gonna have to sit up outside across the street because the smell of all that stuff." It's just annoying the vegetarians. <laughs> it's annoying them. It's making them hungry. It's annoying. Well, yeah, she didn't say that. She wasn't that friendly about it. But <laughs> so uh, yeah, the smell of cooking hot dogs apparently annoys vegetarians. And uh, well, so I'd like to, you know, <coughs> if you get a chance, man, you got to put something up. Uh, all the funny customer stories people can come up with. I'm sure there's got to be a lot of them out there. I'd love it. I think that'd be cool to make a blog of those or mention them on, on the show each week. Um, yeah. I want to thank you for calling in and, and thank you for my shirt. You'll see it on the blog this week. Um, that that was super nice of you to send that to me. Um, I can't wait to um, get the picture up. I had my wife take a picture of me with it. So Good deal. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I like that. Brian, I love the Asheville hippies. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, well yeah. anyways, our, yeah, your, two, your two cards, man, they uh, they rock. Um, and I just keep coming up with different ways to do different things on them uh, because you tighten it up a little bit and everybody, you know, you got to think about all the different little things you can do to make your business better. So, uh, you know, and faster, quicker, and, you know, go from 45-minute setup to 20-minute setup. Uh, really good, really good. That is so. awesome. Well, well, I'll talk to you later, man. Yes, sir. I hope you have a wonderful day and, and call back any time. I love talking to you, and thanks again for my shirt. All righty, man. We'll uh, see I'll talk you. to you later. Bye. Bye-bye. All right, folks, um, the show has gone by quick. We do um, have a winner. Let me tell you how this went tonight. Um, I had asked earlier in the show at the beginning um, what, um, where the hot dog orig originated. At 8.34, according to my stuff here, I received a text, and then I received numerous emails and texts after that, um, all within seconds to minutes afterwards. Um, the answer um, that I received was um, Germany 1600s at 8:34, but I wanted to um, to let um, you know. Here's what the official word is, if you want to call it official. Says. It says, while sausages are mentioned in historical text as far back as the Odyssey of Homer, written in the 9th century um, and before the common era, 
So you're talking 900 years um, BCE. The variant known as the Frankfurter is rumored to have been invented in Frankfurt, Germany around 1484 AD. However, the citizens of Vienna, and it's um, spelled Wien, W-I-E-N, Austria, point to their own wiener as the progenitor of the hot dog. So, um, it's still up in the air and up for debate, but the consensus is Frankfurt, Germany. And so, um, who texted me that? That would be a good question. Um, let's see, let's see, 834, and I want to say that's Brian. Um, Brian, is that correct? Um, last four digits, 4697? Because for some reason it's not showing up um, a name on this. Of course, I'm using the computer instead of the phone, um, and it's going through the computer. But um, if that was you, your last four digits are 4697. No. And um, you, will, you will be the winner. Um, so, so let's, um, let's, um, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Rob, are you still, Rob, are you still with me? Yep, but you're uh, got the goat on the rope again. I'll do. I'll do. The goat on the rope. Hopefully, that's the earlier up. Later up. Um, um, I'll, I'll, I'll do, do, a, do a quick commercial, commercial break. break. And, um, um, let's move on. We do have a caller on the line still. still been holding about 30 minutes. And I'm going to try to get back to them shortly. Shortly. Everybody, bear with me. Bear with me. Ben has written what is called the most comprehensive course on the market. Check it out at benscarts.com forward slash book. See real testimonials at Ben's Carts Facebook page. Hey folks, hope you're enjoying tonight's live podcast. Remember, not only can you get the biggest bang for your buck over at benscarts.com, with carts starting at only $18.99, you can also get the free training and watch free training videos. Come on over after the show. We now return you live to the Ben's Cards Radio Show. Want to do this right? Want to succeed and faster than most? Take advantage of LearnHotDogs.com and all it has to offer. Then check out Ben's free video training. And then head on over to Hot Dog Vendor Radio. It's all free. So get on over and start growing the knowledge. You're listening to Hot Dog Vendor Radio with Ben and Rob. Golly, I love that. If any of you have um, the ability to record any commercials for Ben's Carts, um, um, the training stuff, the hot dog vendor radio, anything like that, feel free to send it in. I'd be most grateful. Um, I am thankful for the person that sent that in. I'm going to go ahead and take this call. Caller with the last four of 9555. Um, You've been holding a while, apparently, and I'm sorry you've had to hold your live on the air with Ben and Rob on hot dog vendor radio. How are you tonight? Hey, Ben, this is James again in Merlin, Jimmy's hot dog man. Hey, man, what's going on? Oh, I just uh, triggered a few things. I was listening to Cart Concepts, and he was talking about that wide cart he got. 
Yes, sir. Here again, I just wanted to pass on some knowledge that I learned doing my due diligence. Um, when you go to the health department or the county health department, whoever it is, don't uh, just settle for the pit bulls. Talk to the code enforcer, the actual person that's going to come out and inspect your cart. They're going to give you all every detail you need to know how to be legit. And here's an example. In Maryland and Montgomery County, your cart could be no wider than three feet and seven foot long. If it's over that, they won't approve it. So I heard you mention that extra wide cart from Carts Concept, and, which is probably really nice, but they might not allow it. And then, then you were talking to the gentleman in North Carolina <clears throat> about having no electric, uh, having to use a 12-volt. Yeah, right. the same thing in Berlin. You, you can't have any outside electricity or water hookup anywhere. So uh, the best tip I can get is talk directly to the code enforcer. They'll, get, they'll give you his cell phone or his direct office number. And, you know, in Maryland, they have to come out and approve this, this spot. And it's 490 bucks each spot they approve for you. So My goodness you have, gracious. You have to do your due diligence, and that's the best thing I can pass on. I just wanted to mention that and, you know, try to help some folks out who's out there. You know, get excited about seeing a card, and you know, like you said, if you order the card before the horse, you're going to get in trouble. Right, you're exactly right. The only the only people that are successful doing that, they just got absolutely lucky. But you always want to do your due diligence, and um, there's plenty of information on Mobile Food Vendors Association site. There's links to different state rules. Um, you can always call your local health department. James hit the nail on the head. Always do your due diligence. I, I, right on the beginning of my website, I've got a video called um, Important Message from Ben, and it's to help stop people from rushing onto my site, buying a cart, and getting all excited waiting on it. I'd rather them wait, even if it took them three months. I want them to do their due diligence. It's it's not worth doing unless you do it right. And so I want you to be successful. I don't want you to be a sob story two weeks down the road. So thanks for calling yeah, back in, James, and telling us that. Yeah, real quick. Yeah, if you don't believe Ben, here's an example. They sent the guy out, and he measured my cart. It had to be three foot from benches, five foot from trees, Ten foot from the sidewalk, twenty five foot from the intersection. He came out with a tape measure and measured my cart <clears throat> to make sure I was within code. So that's just an example of what Ben's talking about. Well, I thank you for for um, for sharing with us and for helping everyone. Um, you're a big asset, and and I know you're new at this, but you um, have life experience. Plus, you've had you've run into some obstacles already, and but you were prepared for them, and you overcame everything you've come across, and you're doing good already. And I'm excited to watch you grow. Oh, thanks, Ben. Appreciate it. Anything I can do to help? Yes, sir. You have a good evening, and thanks for joining us tonight. Yeah. Thank you. Take care. All right. Bye bye. Um, that was James. We had talked to him at the beginning of the show. If you missed that at 8.30, we called James, and James has been doing this for um, 11 days, and he's had some tremendous success. And um, if you didn't catch that, the shows are always available um, online, free. You can go to iTunes. Um, you can come on to Blog Talk Radio, or you can just search Google Ben's Carts Radio or Hot Dog Vendor Radio, and you'll find us Um Rob, that we have about nine minutes left. Did you um you had some things you wanted to talk about? Um, Do you remember oh, the uh, the festival? Um, yeah, I was going to mention the festival I did. 
You wanted to also what? talk about um I don't know if you want to do this, try to do this tonight, but the the menu, your changing menu. Yes. One of the things I was gonna tell people, um I am redoing my menu on my cart. Um not so much redoing it, I'm taking away some things. One thing I'll tell vendors is to keep up with a few different things with what exactly are you selling? If you're carrying stuff that doesn't benefit you, in other words, convert it into sales, or something somebody always – in other words, I know right now I could never do away with chili and slaw. That would be a disaster for my cart. But I was carrying like two peppers, like I was carrying jalapeno peppers and pepperoncini peppers. I got calls for pepperoncini peppers, even though they were on my condiment list and people saw them and all that stuff. Um, it uh, – it just wasn't selling, so I took it off. It was something I had to keep up with, transport back and forth from the commissary to the cart, back uh, back around, uh, and all that. So I just that was one of the things I did away with cheese. I didn't sell a lot of cheese, believe it or not, in my area, so I did away with it. So always keep an eye on some of that. Streamline everything uh, the best you can, and then um, that way you can streamline everything and, and make it work. Uh, it'll help you out uh, financially. It'll help you out with time, um, preparation, everything. So keep an eye on that. Don't get too over uh, with all the extras and doing the specialty dogs and stuff. I mean, it's fine if you can do it uh, and you have a demand for it. Obviously, that's the whole key to it. If you got demand for it, um, then fine, carry it. If not, don't do it. So just wanted to tell everybody that I – you, you, everybody will learn their own cart, their own customers, and what needs to be added. Because you may get a lot of requests for something you're not carrying. Well, obviously, you want to um, start carrying that. Do away with things that you're not and streamline it down. Um, it, it doesn't. It looks good on the menu board. Don't get me wrong. But if you're not, if it's not converting to dollars, which is what we're doing this for, don't do it. Doesn't make sense to it. So, just to pass that along. I'm glad you did. Give me two seconds, Rob. Save My Life, the book from A to Z. It's everything you wanted to know about hot dog vending and even some stuff you don't. Available at benscarts.com forward slash book. Don't spend $100 when you can get even more for less than 30 bucks. Benscarts.com forward slash the book. Hey, Rob, tell us, um, we've still got about six minutes left. Tell us, um, about your event? Um, a couple things that I will tell you. The event, uh, uh, it was one of those things that um, I wanted to try. I, because of the nature of the event, I couldn't do hot dogs. I told people last week, and I decided to do um, just straight lemonade. And a couple things happened. A, the event, I was told I would be the exclusive lemonade person and I was not. It actually wound up there was a gentleman right beside of me selling lemonade, had the big banner that said uh, fresh squeeze lemonade and um, had the squeezer out front and all those things. He even had the uh, uh, what I call the souvenir cup, got the little uh, cap, you know, cup uh, uh, lid on it with the little pink straw and it says lemonade all over it, that sort of thing. So uh, that was... Uh, that happened, which was fine. I didn't. Here's the thing: a lot of people ask me, "Well, how do you handle that?" Well, I don't fuss at that day at anybody because it does you no good. You know, the guy that's beside of you that uh, is doing it, 
um, he didn't know, and there's no sense in uh, making enemies with your neighbor that you're going to have to work with that day or the whole weekend or whatever. As a matter of fact, I was nice to him. He was nice to me. He actually fed my crew the whole weekend for free. Um, so, you know, it was one of those things. And he actually helped me with my business because he had people that were, like, barking out what they had to serve and what they had to eat. And then one of the things he would say was strawberry lemonade, and they would say over there and point, even though he was selling lemonade, <laughs> just to help me out because I had something he didn't have, which strawberry lemonade. And matter of fact, those guys had like six or eight strawberry lemonades around their tables where they were working around, even sitting beside. <laughs> I had a picture of it, actually. A strawberry lemonade sitting beside their lemonade squeezer that I had made for them because they liked them so much. Um, my point to that is don't. A, trust what a promoter tells you, like you said before. If their lips are moving, they're probably lying about something. And B, no sense in getting all, all tore up about it. But, you know, I prepared to do a 1,000 lemonades, and I did 500 lemonades. The weather, Friday was gorgeous weather. It was warm, but the, the festival portion was only from 6 o'clock in the evening to 9 o'clock at night, so a very small window. We sold like $400 worth that night. Um then on uh, Saturday, we had a cold snap here. First cold snap, I mean, it wasn't that cold. Uh, it hadn't been that cold in months. And it got down to, like, I don't know, 45 degrees or something with wind blowing. It was, I mean, I had to go get a sweatshirt. Um, but overall, we did well. Uh, we didn't lose money. But it doesn't take much at these events to start ca causing you some problems. You know, we had a cloudy and overcast. Luckily, no rain. It could have been a rain out. Um, and then you'd been really have some problems. So when you do these things, keep that um, in mind when you do some of these festivals. Um, just what could happen, and you know, can't don't 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 bankroll your whole uh, rent check on the event thinking you're going to get rich and something happen. So prepare accordingly. And again, I talk about being able to what you can get across the uh, counter. Um, I had two people making lemonade and two people taking money. So we could run two lines the whole time. And if you look at the numbers, at a 1,000 lemonades, that's two a minute for eight hours, essentially, um, roughly. So that's where it gets a little tricky. Can you get that many across the table? I don't know. Um, if you think you can, then you can sell that much, and that's how much money you're going to make. If you can't, it doesn't matter how much you buy and how much you uh, uh, have on hand. If you can't get it across to get a dollar off of it, uh, it doesn't do you any good. So... There is good money to be made at these uh, events. Just be, per, be prepared for disappointment occasionally. Um, I read an article one time uh, recently that uh, a lot of people complain when they go to uh, an event and, and get what they think is price gouged with this, you know, 4 or $5 lemonade and stuff like that. Well, the reason these people, even the fair, you know, you go and you buy a bag of popcorn and it's like 5 bucks or something, and you know they have literally $0.25 cent in that whole bag of popcorn. Or they charge you, you know, six or eight bucks for a, a whatever it is, slice of pizza or any of that type of stuff. Well, the reason they charge that is not so much they think they can get it. It's that what if they do get rained out three events in a row? So that's scary. They've lost all that money. Yeah, I mean that's scary. So they have to charge accordingly to kind of pad in the risk of losing. So if you're on the our side, the buying side, uh, which I was for the longest time, and you're kind of upset about going to an event and, and having to pay those kind of prices, you think about the risk they take and why they charge so much because if they, you know, hopefully if this one works out, you know, you hope all of them work out and you make great money, but there's going to be that real risk. It's a 50-50 shot. You may, because you usually have to book these events, Ben, 
months in advance. If you don't, you'll never get in. Especially right. like a, a common item like a hot dog or a lemonade because there's so many people doing that. They may have enough vendors that they don't need hot dog vendors anymore or uh, lemonade vendors. So start planning your events way early in advance and booking them or at least getting on a waiting list to let them know, hey, I want to, uh, as soon as you start taking money for this event, I want to go ahead and pay. Um, but that's why they charge so much, and it's not so much to try to price gouge. There is a big risk involved, and yep. you know, it's, uh, it can happen to you. So. Hey, I want to thank everybody for joining us. We've got about 20 seconds left, and um, I want to thank everybody that participated in the show and all the guests. Um, the show is going great, and I love you all, all you guys that uh, that have helped out and gals, and that it make the show a success. Y'all have a wonderful evening, and we'll see you next week. We've got exciting stuff coming. Good night, Hot Dog Vendor Radio out. Bye, guys. <laughs>